Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We interrupt our normal program to cooperate in security and civil defense measures as requested by the United States government. This is a Conrad radio alert. Normal broadcasting will now be discontinued for an indefinite period. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy! Four, five, six. V-I-G! Ah! Hey, you know what I was thinking about the other day, fool? Dinosaurs. Crazy, right? Yeah, when I talk to it, it says you have to speak in American English. Yeah. <laughs> what other kind of English is there? Is there British? Thanks for asking. I'm going to put this as delicately as I know how. You can short all my balls. Am I in hell? I deserve this. Get ready. Time yourself on this one. You can go to the bathroom. You could um, take the dog for a walk, but bring your transistor radio with you. Don't forget that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. Level test, level test, level test, test. Don't forget that joint, my friend. Uh, let's do famous threesomes for 200, please. It's tremendously big and tremendously wet. And now... I'm just full of number ones. So it's it's better than being number two. Or going number two. Our feature presentation. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It is Friday the 11th of Rocktober. Hell yeah. Right? Very solid. Hell yeah. yeah. Felt good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fires, you guys. They suck. Yeah. It's fires in Southern California. Not good. Uh, the 118 has closed a lot of it. The 405 mm-hmm. closed at the 118. There's a whole bunch of Silmars where it started. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are telling not to come to work. Really? Why did yes. they tell us? My, that's my question. I remember when I was, I used to uh, go to school in, in Arkansas. Don't ask, long story. Okay. Um, and there were snow days, and I was on the radio then, and so Every single student would call and go, snow day, school closed, school closed. <laughs> every day. Every, I mean, every time. <laughs> <you> <laughs> <know>. <laughs> uh, school closed? No. What about my school? How about yeah. my school? So we had to announce them like every 10 minutes. But at least in that case, it was a happy day because there's snow and you don't have to go to school and blah, blah, blah. But everybody that's told them not to go to work now sort of sucks. Yeah. yeah. There's not a, a fire near time. your house isn't as exciting as there's snow on the ground. Not even close. I guess Santa Clarita is a nightmare also. Yes, it is too. Uh, and there's anybody from Palmdale in that area is not going to be able to come into work because right. it, 14's closed in certain areas. How are the winds at your house? The winds at my house are fine. Yeah. I mean, they're not extreme, but they were saying they were over like 45 miles per hour overnight. Yeah. Oh, and man. so that made the fire much worse. Yeah. So, and they are evacuating some people. Ugh. And I'd just like to say, I know that sucks. But when the winds are moving this fast, you're not going to stop it with a hose. Yeah. No. Just get out. I tried that once. What? I lived in Chatworth. Yeah. Chatsworth. And there was a fire that was sort of coming near my house. The winds weren't quite as bad, but I left work, went home, got my hose. Mm-hmm. And about 45 seconds, that's not code, by the way. And about 45 <laughs> seconds later, 
So quick, Kevin. No, I was. <laughs> I mean, I not mean, for me. We're on the radio. A, it, I was like, that was that a was marathon. It's kind of amazing that you were able to do that with the fire going on. And I mean, so stressed out. Normally, I'd just be like so focused on just one thing. Yeah. And then I could literally like see fire, and I realized I'm holding a tiny little. Ho- I mean, bigger than average, but a tiny little oh, yeah. hose. Small compared to other hoses. What am I gonna do here? Yeah. And it's. Just, I know the feeling of I don't want to leave my house because everything yeah. might go away. My dad did the same thing. Yeah. And we pulled away in my mom's station wagon with my dog, my brother, and me and saw my dad on the roof with the hose. And I was like, oh, my God, my dad's going to die. This is awful. He didn't. Ah. So that's good. Okay, good. Yeah, but the the fire. He fell off the roof. No, the fire department did come by and said, which (laughs) isn't great, but they said, had you not watered down your roof your house probably would have burned. I don't think and that's I'm like, helping. Don't tell my dad that. <laughs> don't you don't tell people that because then they're gonna do it. Yeah, bad situation. I mean, it's a terrible around. thing. Yeah. So if they tell you the pro- and the problem is people who stay, they go, you know what? I understand you want me to leave, but I'm gonna stay. Yeah. Is if things get bad, then somebody has to come back in to try and rescue you. Yeah. And maybe you're risking their life as well. Absolutely. Yeah, you're not helping anybody. Yeah. Uh, especially if you're a news reporter. Uh oh. Yeah. I love Chuck Henry so much. He's a legend. Chuck Henry worked at Channel 4. Does he still work there? I don't know. Uh, I don't even watch. I don't think so. I don't know. Anyway, he worked for about 30 years at yeah. Channel 4. And they would cover the fires, and they're fans of doing the thing where they put them in the fire if possible, but if not, as close to the flames as they can. Mm-hmm. You don't know what a fire looks like unless a reporter is standing in front of it. Correct. And they picked Chuck Henry, and the fire department was fighting the fire, and they said, all press, listen to us. We are not sure where it's going. The winds are unpredictable. Everybody, please move back. Chuck Henry's the only one that didn't, because he wanted to have the best story. Well, it's an exclusive at that point. It sure is. He's yes. basically yeah. in the backdraft. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so the fire uh, comes along, and it turns out that their van um, may have gone up in flames. Oh. And maybe that's not ideal. Mm-hmm. But again, his work van. Not like his like personal van that he but like. still. I know, but still, it's just a weird reaction to be like, my work stuff. Like, yeah, come on. I All can right, see anyway, that. Well, this is Chuck Henry. Yeah. I feel so badly for for the people lost their possessions. You know, the truck. Who cares? Stupid truck with a bunch of equipment in it. I was inside the truck. I tried to get it start. Wouldn't start. I jumped out of the driver's seat, and all there was was flames. I saw Lee. He was outside, and I couldn't see where to go. He just said, "Hey, Chuck, Chuck," and he's calling at me. It was a fireman, and I just ran in his direction. He grabbed me. And he literally threw us in the back of his truck. Uh-oh, we're in trouble. <laughs> um, I would say don't be that person. No, no you don't want to be Chuck Henry I mean, crying do- over a news van. It does sound like you're giving credit to firefighters for being heroic, but mm-hmm. they didn't need to be. They told no. you to leave. They, yeah. they had a, a fire to yes, fight. There's they that. didn't need to get you and Lee off the mountain. <laughs> However, do you think Lee was like, finally? Yes. Chuck Henry is going to sin. And I don't think anyone was yelling Chuck Chuck, by the way. No one was yelling Chuck Chuck. It was a different word that maybe you can't. <laughs> Where are you, Chuck? Yeah, he's, uh, I don't know if he's still around or not. Interesting. Chuck's nope. still around. It's, it says he's uh, he's at NBC now. Really? Still? Yeah. Still. That's the same station. Wow. Yeah. He's 73. He's been there at Channel yeah. 4 for 72 years. Men are, men are allowed to get old <laughs> on the news. No, unfortunately, they ship true. off uh, anyone co- over 40. His co-anchor woman. is 12. Yeah. <laughs> Just so you know. But uh, don't, don't be Chuck, as much as it sucks. Yeah. I've said that for years. Look, it's, gonna, it's a horrible situation either way. Yeah. But it's much worse if you're putting your life in danger and you're putting other people's lives in danger for your little hose. So 
Again, he's really so focused do that. on that. <laughs> All right, let's talk about today's Kevin and Bean show, shall we? Yeah, I'd rather die. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Jensen is going to introduce us to something that I'm afraid of. <sighs> yeah, it's blippy time. It's blippy time. Yeah. I don't even know what that means. You're going to learn soon. Is that the sub shop? Nope. Nope. Do I want to know? Do I want to learn? Um, A lot like the video in the ring. Like, you're going to want to so know. So you have to watch. You, you can't have, pull well, away. Well, yeah, you're going to want to know. But then the consequences are something you have to live with. Does it, the video, does it possess us? Blippy possesses Oh, it. man. Oh, man. Terrified. All right. It's a good time of year for that anyway. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, irrational worries, but this is basically the you worry about things that really there's a zero to one percent chance of happening. Yeah. But what? it still consumes you. A lot. Yes. Yeah. Why? I mean, you do have to sort of con- consider the odds. Mm-hmm. Odds are... It's not going to affect you in any way. Yeah. Whatever yeah. you're worried about. Neuroses is real. Yes. Mm-hmm. We all face it. Mm-hmm. Speaking of neuroses, we have Ray Romano on the show today. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Good the whole transition. segment is for him. <laughs> excited about that. And uh, Jimmy E. World will join all us right. in studio. Wow. They're going to tell us about their new album and they're going to play live. Hey. Excellent. So that's coming up this morning. We will take a break. We'll come back with what's happening next. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. It is five minutes till six. Allie is here. <laughs> I just winked Stop at him winking. thinking I would do like a real subtle one. Yeah. He tried to do a subtle one and his whole face contorted. He doesn't have subtle. You don't know how to wink, Jensen. Uh-oh. I'll bet that's a common thing. How did I learn this so late in life? I thought you I could wink. You didn't learn it yet, by the way. I know. You're I can't wink. This is what you're doing. <laughs> I'm going. Sort of. Yeah. Him the... You might as well just give him that. Yeah. Oh, Giving him the partner. Wow. All right. Ellie, I mean, what's happening? After all that, I'd like to give you something. Mm-hmm. Good call. Because Zombieland Double Tap is in theaters October 18th. But how would you like access for two into the K Rock advanced screening of Zombieland Double Tap at the Arclight Hollywood on October 15th? Yay! Kids know that's, mm-hmm. that's three days prior to it coming out. You're basically going to see it early and then see people that are tweeting, going to opening night of Zombieland Double Tap. And you'll be like, what a loser. Spoiler I already form. went spoiler three form. days ago. I don't uh, think we're saying spoiler. No, spoiler. Yeah, Send them a tweet. Just be like, like uh, Woody Harrelson dies. Don't tweet it. Jesse, text it. Jesse yeah. Eisenberg, um, president. Thomas Middleditch trips on a log, cuts his head open. Seeing it? So. Yeah. Oh, he was in one of the trailers just yeah. for a split second. Yeah. This movie looks great. Cool. It does look yeah. really good. Woody Harrelson, Jesse Eisenberg, Can't Emma wait. Stone, Abigail Breslin, they are all back together for Zombieland Double Tap. Give a call right now, 1-800-520-1067, and we'll just take the first five callers. It's early, and you're going to get access for two into the K-Rog Advanced Screening of Zombieland Double Tap at the Arclight Hollywood on October 15th. Call now! We talk a lot about, um, does Will Smith really need that money? Well, I don't think he needs any money ever. Uh, yeah, but, but he's selling like cell phone cases that say like fresh prints on them. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't every, need to do that. It's so much. Like, yeah. hey, you want some uh, a sweatshirt that looks just like the inside of the tracksuit that I wore on Fresh Prince? It's like, what are you? What what? Yeah, are you doing? However, Will Smith is reportedly working on a Fresh Prince of Bel Air Bel Air spinoff series. It's hard to say. Hollywood Reporter has a very in depth article about how the Gemini Man star is. Ex- Expanding his global brand in a huge way. I mean, he's everywhere. He, he has already a, global. He's beyond. He's he, he has a YouTube planetary. channel that he like updates. It's real weird. Yeah. The three main takeaways of this: Will Smith is great at social media. Yes. Which he has a whole team. He puts like mini movies yeah. on Instagram. 
Like, we, it's beautifully shot, edited, everything. Can we use that team? Yeah. yeah. They are not cheap, yeah. I okay, imagine. No. Um, uh, another takeaway, he has a ton of money. Sure. And yes. the third takeaway was that he is working on that Fresh Prince of Bel-Air spinoff series. By the way, that ran for six seasons, 148 episodes. Yeah. But he used to be asked about, hey, would you ever want the Fresh Prince to come back? And his quote was, when hell freezes over. <laughs> Even when people would say, but your son Jaden could play you. He'd be like, no, never. He's right on that. Mm-hmm. Aw. But now he's, <laughs> he's into it. Which, uh, Yeah, I think he's, I, I don't know. Will Smith has been very confusing to me in a sense that like, he maybe he just wants to be the biggest star in the world more than anything else. He's like, I will take you down, Rock. Yeah, and transition into like the new cool things to do because just do good movies, man. Yeah. I think the whole world loves your movies. I don't know if I love your like doing the Harlem Shake video. <laughs> I don't want to see Will Smith take the like ice bucket challenge. I got to be honest, though. We do look at people that have enough money for life yeah. and their kids and their grandkids. And we just think, well, they're going to stop. Yeah, chill out, relax. I don't think that's a thing. Like, Will Smith's yeah. driven and he wants yeah. to be in the public eye and he wants to be acting. He wants yeah. to do stuff, even though he doesn't need the money. Remember, I don't understand it at all. Uh, yeah, please. If I was Will Smith, I'd just be at home watching TV. Remember I'm walking when away. we heard about Bright that was on Netflix and we were like, Will Smith is doing a Netflix movie? Because that, that was like the then, first yeah. one yeah. Yeah. that was like, what are you doing, Will Smith? Well, this article said he um, pulled down $27 million with an upfront salary. For well, Netflix? For Netflix. Wow. Double what Warner Brothers would have paid him. Uh, I'm sorry. And then he was playing for the Dodgers, and that seems like a crazy ridiculous. Very different. He's doing too much. Work. And he didn't help the Dodgers. Look what happened. Exactly. Different guy boy. altogether. Stick to acting. No We're talking about Will Smith. Dif- yeah, Will okay, Smith. Well, um, a different guy know. on the Dodgers. Also named Will Smith. But not the actor. Agree to disagree. Yep. Okay. All right. Okay. Good times. Also, did you see the LA Times story? Sources say Dave Roberts is coming back. <laughs> what are you doing? Some birthdays. Mm-hmm. Joan Cusack, Jane Krakowski, Emily Deschanel, Matt Bomber, Cardi B, and one of my favorite wrestlers. Because he'll put his butt right in your face. <laughs> Stink face! Yay! It's Rikishi! I love him so very much. I he just love cool. the way you shouted stink face. Oh, it's so good. That's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. There are a lot of different ways to get a hold of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can get a hold of us on social media. Yeah. We all have our own accounts. Yeah. Mine's, mine's at Jensen Carp. Allie. At Allie McKay. Mine's at the Kevin Ryder and also at Kevin and Bean. And you can also email us. We all check the email super regularly mm-hmm. to make Kevin. sure that we keep up Kevin. with what's coming in. Yeah, I mean, Kevin. clearly there's a bunch of us who do check it every day. I mean, we all pretty much are Have, slaves to the email. When's well, the last time you had to just completely trash your email because it was full and you hadn't read any of them? I mean, maybe two months ago. Okay. Right. How many of you read since and, then? And tomorrow. Okay, cool. <laughs> Just making sure we're all on the same page. You can also uh, leave us a message on the Afro line, 323-520-AFRO. Here's a, uh, here's a young man that just wants to wish his beautiful wife and very, very understanding wife a happy birthday. Happy birthday, Julie. Happy birthday, Julie. Hey, Julie. Ah, ah. That's, is that Sam? That's Sam, the Armenian comedian. Uh, Pitchy dog. Who wow. is married. Uh-huh. Yep. Shocking. Yeah. And has kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shocking. Okay. 
but uh, he does owe her everything, so mm-hmm. he should probably. Makes sense. She actually deserves the praise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we were talking about people who are unconventionally sexy. Yeah. Maybe you find them sexy, but most people don't. Hey, party people. I couldn't call in on your topic of uh, unconventionally sexy people. So mine has always been Bette Midler. Oh, Kevin, how mad are you? Well, here's the thing. <laughs> Bette Midler bugs me because she acts sexy all the time. Mm-hmm. Right. It was like... Uh, You're not buying it. No. Okay. At all. Okay. At all. Like, yes. zero percent sexy. Yeah. Right. Like, maybe negative for you. Yes. Okay. But then when she comes out and she sings and she acts, I'm just like, stop it. Why are you wiggling? I'm well, trying to show you. She kind of slithers around the stage. Thank like, you. Like, in the rows you're talking about? Like, that? In everything. She, Real? she okay. sees herself, I think, as uh-huh. a sex symbol. And that drives me crazy. Okay. Because mm-hmm. you know what? She's not what? a sex symbol. Kevin, you're a billion percent wrong. She is funny and sexy as heck. So you say she looks like a friend of your mom's. Your mom had friends with racks like that? Well, <laughs> it must have been something growing up in your house. <laughs> Love Spen Midler. How oh, so much candy? He will fight you to the death about that. <laughs> hey, this is Philip. I'm a podcast listener. I just wanted to share this interaction. I had the opportunity to meet Donald Glover the other day. And I wanted to tell him how much I loved Atlanta and his acting and his work. And the only thing I could think to say was, well, come to forever. Oh, no. Thanks, Bean. <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> oh, gosh. I would like to say, listen to the show. We love it. Yes. Uh, don't necessarily mimic it or use inside jokes yes. or stuff. As I right. found out many times, we all have. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work outside yeah. this, this environment. A lot of context needed for the Wakanda Forever yell. Yeah. Agreed, yes. Here's a request for us. Hey, guys. I was wondering if I could book Heimer and Homar for my friend's bachelorette party next month. Let me know. Thanks. Bye. I mean, you're going to have to be more specific about what date. She yeah. just said next month. Or who Heimer is. Yeah, or who yeah. Heimer is. <laughs> um, we were talking about the fact that there was somebody saying, hey, we can no longer say, hey, you guys. Because mm-hmm. yeah. it leaves out females and that's wrong and it's old school and blah, blah, blah. It's ridiculous. I didn't buy it. I thought it was ridiculous, yeah. too. But. Hey, guys. Oh, wait. I can't say, guys. Uh, you know what's gender free and works? Hey, f- Hey, sh- Also, hey, party people. Hey, assholes. You know, all the good ones. Still work. Gender-free assholes. See? Remember what mine was? What up, bitches? Don't hate it. See? Just walk in a room and say that. People are going to be thrilled. Are they? Every room? Every room. Try it. So we're telling people to try it? When we say don't do things Uh that we do on the show, just try it. Yeah, do it at church. Yeah. This guy uh, called yesterday, Thursday, mm-hmm. and I'm not positive that he understands how uh, Taco Tuesday works. Okay. <laughs> it's Taco Thursday! This is LeBron James, by the way. <laughs> well, LeBron okay. can't legally use Tuesday. Got That's him. right. Got it's him true. Thursday. Thursday. That is true. Uh, do you follow your exes after you break up? Another topic we talked about. Yeah, I was calling about not following your exes and Jensen was all braggadocious about his wife Danielle not following any of her exes well did some snooping Jensen she's following Ben Savage <laughs> check and mate <laughs> boom you gotta check and mate and boom that is very funny <laughs> people found it weird when I said I don't like songs with counting in them. Oh, gee. Uh, like, y- 
not that you don't like songs with counting in them. That's weird enough. A vein popping yeah. out of your forehead talking about it. You were getting so mad. I think sometimes when you think something for a long time, you assume pretty much everyone else does. And right? I sort of thought everyone was on the same page. Yeah. No. 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 no, no. Island. I'm the only person yeah, on that yeah. island. They like yeah. counting in songs. Yeah. One, two, three, four. Come on, Kevin. Say you love it. Five, six, seven times. God damn it, Kevin. You got this song stuck in my head now. Now you have to hear counting songs. See? Love you guys. See, that's what happens. They're catchy. That's what she's saying. They're so good and catchy. They're for seven-year-olds is what I'm no, saying. Don't good. put counting in your songs. They're a great counting Unless summary. it's like in the intro before the song. Oh, you know? Your stipulations are I have a lot of stipulations, yes. Halloween spooks outside my window. Halloween spooks behind the tree. I just wanted to ruin Kevin's day, okay? <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate that. So my fiancé and I were talking about personality tests and personalities. And I ended up calling her a Kevin. I slept on the couch last night. <laughs> Thanks, Kevin. Now, it's, te- it's technically, mm. is that my fault? Um, I mean, you set the precedence. Yeah. So, yes? Yeah. I mean, it's people emulating you, and that's a problem. Well, don't ever do that. I think right. I've said that a lot. Ever. Mm-hmm. Ever. Don't. If you find yourself doing something I would do, you're in the wrong. Okay. okay. Oh, my God. I have just discovered, and keep in mind that I am incredibly drunk right now and about to go to sleep, but I think that there is a new language out, and I call it Kevining. There is a, uh, 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 it's, <laughs> here's a new word. There's a randoming act of kindness from your so-called helpful. Randoming act of kindness. It's randoming. It's, it's, it's the new Kevin language. I've totally got it. I understand. I speak Kevin now. And I'd like to say again, if you speak Kevin, you're in trouble. I love yeah. that she got drunk and that was the first thing she thought of. She's like, got to call him, got to rip into him. We did uh, Cheers with Mugs where he went and he asked people what their worst injury was mm-hmm. in their life. And we really couldn't understand. Oh, oh the wow. best guy. One of the guys. Hi, guys. This is podcast listener Chris from San Diego. I am calling because I'm listening to Cheers with Beer Mugs from Friday. And you guys have a really drunk guy on there trying to tell you where he got his worst injury. Remember that? We were just, oh, yeah. just like, what? Is he talking yeah. about war? Is he no, talking like he, about like VF- a, a mosh pit or yeah, something? The, yeah. the hell? And I wanted to help. Uh, he flew and drunk. He is saying that he got into a fight at the Lions Kiwanis Country Club. The Lions mm. Kiwanis Country Club. Okay. So, hope I could help. He's off from Chattanooga. Also, also, that doesn't really, it's still mysterious still as hell. There's still a lot yeah. that we don't know. Let's listen to it one yeah. more time. I swear, where? It was at a cell at the old school. It's at Lattice Country Club. A giant small and suey. What? Forearm me right in the face. Okay. So that was the best pit you've ever been in where you got elbowed in the face. Forearm in the Best pit I was ever in. Yeah, a Chet Lioness Country Club. That's what I but heard. But there's so many other there's questions. There's so many yeah. other words that aren't Suey? Did, did Suey do it to Suey him? Suey did it, and it's his lip. That's what we know. <laughs> That's all we know, really. Yeah. 323-520-AFRO, 24 hours a day. 
It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This day in history with old man Ruben. It's October 11th, 1975, and I'm home alone on a Saturday night. I just got stood up on a date from a woman that I met at the laundromat downstairs, and I'm sad as hell, mm. chugging from a tea kettle filled with Harvey Wallbanger. <laughs> I'm basically ready to drink until I see my dad again. But then, out of nowhere, the television is like... And I perked up. It was a debut of a show called Saturday Night Live, and George Carlin was the host. It was this totally revolutionary sketch show introducing characters and comedians that were larger than life. And for that hour of laughs, I totally forgot about that laundromat girl. Her body started to decompose the next morning, so I had a barrier then. But honestly, SNL really helped me for that night. See, because Ruben is old. Psychopath. I'm glad SNL was there for him. He's a murderer, too? It sounds like it. He's lived a life. We have to get him to write a book. Or arrested. All right, listen, uh, people, there, there yeah. are, I'm sure you know there are fires up in the northern area, Silmar, mm-hmm. the 118, the 210, Santa Clarita, yeah, and there's a lot of people who probably shouldn't come to work. We just got a memo right now mm-hmm. that says if you live in that area, don't come into work. Mm-hmm. To which I say, where was that memo two hours ago yeah. when I got up? And I saw the response. <laughs> over 400 people live over there because they all said, oh, I'm not coming into work. Everyone yeah, everybody claims they live over so. there. I guess a lot of people who work at K Rock and Intercom must, uh, but it does suck. out there. So, yeah. sorry to everyone, and if they want to uh, evacuate you, please. Yeah, stay safe. Yeah, let them evacuate you. All right, what else can we talk about before Blippy? Nothing, because we need to get okay. right to Blippy. We All need right. as much time as possible for Blippy. Sure? Why is Omar in here? Well, I'll get to that. Okay. Do either of you know who Blippy is? No. Not a clue. Not a clue? Well, that's why I asked Omar to come in. Okay. Uh, Omar, how much does Blippy ruin your life? Uh, Blippy was a total nightmare. Mm-hmm. I have, uh, uh, I, when I discovered Blippy, I like almost instantly cut him off from my kids. That's how bad he's saying. That, Inst- almost instantly. Yeah. Are there mm-hmm. any other entertainers banned from the house in the child, uh, uh field? no, no, okay. no. They what? want, and my, my, my kids to watch the weirdest stuff, but right. Blippy's the only one that I banned. Like Barney Teletubbies type thing? Uh, like, sure, sort of. Kind of, oh, but yeah, but mixed in with like pedophilia. Wait, what? Yeah, what? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, let me, before this, we even. He is, bad. he is the most popular children's entertainer in the United States okay, right so now. Okay, so children are his audience. Yes, well, That was disturbing okay. what you just said. Well, he's, he's more creepy than anything. Okay. 10 billion views on YouTube since launching the channel. 10 in, what? Billion views oh. since launching the channel in 2014. Let's get a quick taste of what Blippi is like. This is him arriving at a bakery. And today, we're at Lior the Baker's Place in Scottsdale, Arizona. Hate him. And today, you and I are going to eat a lot of tasty treats. Whoa! Whoa! Okay. 
Okay. He now, can go straight to hell. Remember, he's not a cartoon, okay? okay? He's got a very Pee Wee Herman vibe, but he's much more basic and more earnest. It's not a complex bit at all. It's just a, It's just him being it's a all dude, excited about stuff? 31-year-old Stephen John. He grew up in Washington State. and uh, By he, the way, so did all serial killers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> he, he made this persona into a multi-million dollar business. He wears an orange bow tie. Okay. Uh-huh. Orange suspenders, a two-tone scally cap, and these oversized orange glasses. That's the entire costume. It's not like a uh, sort of it's detailed. It's not complex at all. It's not elaborate. No. That's it. He reacts to things and points them out. That's, Does he have underwear and pants on? You I, didn't mention that. Well, he wears pants. Well, okay. I doubt he wears underwear based on how <laughs> scary this character is. Um, he just reacts to things and points them out. He's slightly educational in a way to say this is what a computer screen is or this is what this is. This is him uh, encountering a large piece of bread in the bakery. Look at how big these are. Jeez. Look at that. That is massive. We need to get this one. Uh, <laughs> okay, I don't like oh that at gosh, all. Oh my gosh, what is that? And, and, and this is like the new incarnation of Blippi. When Blippi first started, yeah. it was really him just going to different playgrounds by himself. Okay. See, going, I'm, uh, whoa. Yeah, exactly. Her and red he would go, he would go, off he would go, hey, look at this yellow slide. Let's go down the slide. Yeah. And then that'd be the entire episode. To wow. were, were your kids into it at the point you banned it? Oh, they were. Y- so were yeah. they mad? Uh, n- no, okay. no, 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 no. They, they, they. I let them watch like three episodes, and I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> let, let, let's let's not watch this. Uh, yeah. You should also have maybe noticed that he was in the news earlier this year when old YouTube clips of him popped up. This is of Stephen John before he became Blippy. He was kind of like a attempted a comedian, oh, and no. so he tried to make a Harlem Shake video, and it involved him pooping on his friend. Okay. So, all right. That was, I'm back in. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Yeah, for reals. There was like a video that came out while he was trying to go viral, and he does the Harlem Shake, and a, and a little bit of poop comes out, and it goes on his friend. Okay. Because he's not wearing what? any pants. So what? What? Wait, what? Yeah, he had to admit that that was like an old persona of his, and now Blippi's a whole new thing, and that was and that was the first controversy he ran into. The first? This week is the big one, right? Oh, no. He announced that Blippi Live would be going on the road for a month. This is a massive deal. This is the first time he's went out on the road. For what age, kids? Uh, uh, the, well, the same company that's one doing... One to two? Yeah, basically, the same company that's doing Baby Shark Live mm-hmm. is doing okay. Blippi Live. Right. So it's, it's, it's very young. Uh, he was going to go 30 cities, uh, starts in San Antonio, ends in Minnesota. So the tickets were expected to sell out immediately. Parents were, like, rushing to their computer to buy tickets. If if Omar hadn't banned it from the house, I'm sure he would have been doing the same thing. <laughs> so then, after they bought the tickets, they started to read the fine print, and now they're furious and all demanding refunds. What? It's not Stephen John. He is franchising Blippy out to random people. And what? if you go see him Amazing. live, it's just going to be another person doing Blippy in the costume. Playing the character. Playing the character Blippy. He's going to stay at home and make YouTube videos. And around the U.S., random dudes, I'm sure they're not checking well enough, are going out there and playing Blippy in his costume. All right, so question. The parents care. Do the, I assume the kids don't. I mean, I think at a certain point you'd be like, that's not really Blippy. Maybe, yeah. Uh, the only way parents even knew is from fine print. So one parent, this woman named Dar- uh, Dana Oliver, I'm livid. I spent $400 on six row oh tickets and two God. meet and greets, and now they're going to be meeting some rando. Can I'm I- trying to get a refund. <laughs> Can I say something? Yes. Uh, if you're a parent and you bought tickets to Blippi, you deserve this. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> because you're, you should not be watching or be any way into Blippi.
I mean, would, I mean, you're not even getting blippy. You're getting like blippy too. It's like when Gallagher's brother started to do Gallagher's act, which yeah, kids, I'm sure, understood that reference. This seems bogus. But, <laughs> but like, I, would you even care? Like, would you, or would you just go anyway? And if your kids love it, they love it. I mean, it. I assume if I have young enough kids, they won't notice either. Yeah, because their audience are is definitely for like three, four, and five. So okay. they're not going to notice. But not six, seven, And eight. also, no. they, they think the Santa Mall is the Santa. So, and we all know the real Santa is the North Pole. So good. I just, yeah. Yeah. wow. I'm afraid they're for Santa. If I'm going with an alleged pedophile. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm going with Mr. Rogers, right? <laughs> Old school. He yeah, was all it. soapy. You know, soap suds all over me. Right. And then my grandfather would take this hose. Oh, right. right. Like this with me. He'd squirt all over right. me right. until the soap, you know, he'd rinse the suds off. Right. So you were playing. Yeah, my grandfather and I did a lot of playing together. Uh, checkmate, let It's Kevin and Pete. you rock. Let's talk about people who worry about things that shouldn't be worried about. Why is everyone, they're looking, not at, why is really, everyone looking at me right now? They're not really going to end up being a thing. But you become obsessed with it. You worry about it every day. Yeah. Yes. This this came up because of something I did earlier in the week. I had to get an oil change. And sure, you could go to wherever you bought your car, do all that. They're like, oh, would you like to use a loaner car? And then you're like, yeah. And then they're like, uh, we don't have any for two weeks. So why? Why would I even do that? <laughs> so I went to one of those little quick, like, Valvoline places. Sure. And as I'm waiting to drive in, because you drive in yourself, mm-hmm. then you wait in your car as they're checking on things, but you have to straddle that open area that just has a little net and somebody is underneath there that's going to be checking all right. your fluids. This is not sexual, Kevin. Oh, it's your checking, car. Someone's checking your oil. It is, well, it, it, my car. Oh. But I, I think every single time as this man is standing in front of you, kind of waving you in, I think... What if I all of a sudden forget how to drive and I just veer to the right out of nowhere and then I fall into that net and I'm dead? You're not worried about the guy no. in front of you or underneath your car? No. You're worried about you dying? Yes. And also veering off out of nowhere? Like, at least there's some reason he might die in that case. You just would be, like, weirdly having a stroke or something. Yes. I think that. I think what if I pass out as I'm driving in and then, like, my foot gets lodged and all of a sudden I'm just flooring it? Like, yeah, that, that's what, ridiculous. I think that every single time I go really? to get an oil change, and I posted about it, I said, getting an oil change where you have to drive and keep tires on either side of that net. Am I the only one convinced they're going to forget how to drive and plunge to their death? Total butthole pucker. I hope you're the only one. I am far oh, no. from no. the only one. So as I'm sitting there. But don't you once go, I'm worried about forgetting how to drive. That's crazy. Yes. Okay. Oh no, I know, I know it's not gonna happen. I'm literally going one mile per hour and there is a guy <laughs> telling me exactly how to do it. And if he says, Oh, go to the left a little bit, you just turn your wheel over. Are a you making bit. progress on not worrying about that? Well, I decided, and incorrectly so, oh. to ask the gentleman that was ringing me up. Listen, is this dumb, but has anyone ever like driven into the oh, net? No. And he goes, Oh yeah. Oh, no. I'm like, wait, what? And he goes, I mean, it's not common, but oh, yeah. He's like, we have a cemetery out back. (laughs) Count the tombstones. But it does happen. But uh, it doesn't happen to you, and it's not gonna. Well, not if I just decide not to get an oil change. That's fine for your car, right? I don't think that's the answer. Drive drive the engine into the ground. Uh, I 
am a new father. Mm-hmm. And I think you have to keep in mind that I am medicated for this subject. Okay. Like, I, I have obsessive compulsive disorder. It has, this medication has just cured me over the last two or three years. I wouldn't say cured, but All go right, ahead. Thanks a lot. Um, <laughs> but in, from basically 13 to my late 30s, I have been riddled with fear that makes no sense. And most of it's gone. But the one that has stuck with me as a new dad is every once in a while I'll be driving and I have the child seat in the back, you mm-hmm. know, the, the toddler seat or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'll just look back and I'll go, he's not in here, right? Like, I, I am nervous that I forgot I have the kid with me and I've just been driving. I'd like to say that also is never going to happen. I don't think so. There are, are feels... people that leave their kids in their cars. But, but Jensen's not one of those people. I don't people. know, and, though. I don't, and yeah, you're those not people one of don't those, think they're you're right. not one of those people that's going to forget how to drive magically. That Has he driven sense. with me, Kevin? No. Okay. <laughs> I, and also, I also have a fear of if I've forgotten that I have the kid, does that mean like when I went to the mall and then packed my car, did I leave the baby seat on the floor and drive off because mm-hmm. I forgot I have a kid? I get that because one time I left my uh, coffee mug on the roof of oh, my yeah. car, yeah. drove off. Exact same thing. Same thing, right? No, I'm exactly not sure that, that example. It was a Thank great you. mug. It's, it's, okay. Yeah. Well, right. You love that mug? Forever. All right. Well, you just got the mug? I assume it was real? Like real a couple bummer. of months? Oh, yeah. Did you, you think you were going to have the mug for about 18 years? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Absolutely. Then it is exactly the same. Thanks. It's not real. I will never forget that I have my child with me. I just think it's. I spent so many years not as a dad that I'm always nervous I'm going to be like free, carefree Jensen again. <laughs> well, it's maybe that's gonna, a whole different look. It's yeah, just going to magically happen again. I hope not. It's I mean, odd. People, there are all kinds of studies that say if you spend too much time worrying about what ifs, it, it diminishes. You'll will it to happen? Yeah, no, it oh. diminishes your life expectancy, oh. your yeah. heart attacks, like oh, your health, Kevin, this is dark. stress. Oh, no, man. I'm saying that is what constantly worrying yeah. about stuff and what ifs does to you. Well, we can't be alone then. People should call in with these fears that they have, right? Yeah, 1-800-520-1067. You're afraid of something that's never going to happen. Yeah. Is that how to say it? Yeah, yeah. I think okay. so. Like you have an people, irrational fear uh, of something. People it, that think, oh my God, if I get in this elevator, what if this is the elevator that just... All of a sudden, the cables are cut, and I plunged to my death. <laughs> yeah, that would make sense. Look for somebody with cable cutters up top, and then you're good. Okay. Oh, oh yeah, All that's right. probably there a much go. better way of doing no, it. No, that's absurd. Um, but let's talk to a listener, shall we? Yeah. yeah. Let's talk to uh, Nick in Laguna Beach. Good morning, Nick. Good morning, everybody. Hello. Yeah, I live two blocks from the beach in Laguna. Shout out to uh, Zoe, Nate, and Anna. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you know what? I'm totally shocked love... that you live near the beach hearing you. <laughs> it's crazy. Go ahead. And so, I, you know, I take the dog out in the morning. It's beautiful in South Laguna and, and uh, you know, just enjoy the surf. And then I saw this thing two months ago about dragging your feet so that the stingrays don't, I mean, that the stingrays and the jellyfish don't get you. And so now every time I'm in the water, instead of, like, frolicking about, I have this vision of, you know, like, I see a stingray and I turn around and everyone's on the beach like peeing on each other because they've all been stung and so I drag my feet. Wow. You know what I mean? I drag my feet now and, and so now I'm can, I'm not, you know, I, I'm You're I'm not frolicking. Not, yeah. I'm not frolicking anymore, man. Yeah. I hate to see oh, Nick, Nick stop frolicking. I, That's sad. Then the terrorists won if he doesn't frolic. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's also a kind of a look into Nick's kinks that he turns around and everyone's <laughs> peeing on each other. 
Well, you know when you get, you know, on that Friends episode. Sure, did you the see Friends that episode. Oh, I didn't yeah. see Nick going into a Friends reference. I didn't see this coming. No, <laughs> came out of nowhere. <laughs> Does this mean there's a reunion? I love Nick. All right, thank you for the Good call. Good luck, Nick. One eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. You worry about something that will never happen. I hope that Nick can frolic again. Same. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. We're talking about people who worry about things that will never happen. Mm -hmm. Most likely never happen. And we have Robbie in Culver City. Good morning, Robbie. Hey, good morning. How are you guys doing? Very well, thank Mm -hmm. you. So what do you worry about that just won't ever happen? Oh, my God. Okay, so I hate going over bridges because I'm afraid my car is going to plummet off the side of the bridge and I'm going to die. Yeah, it could happen, Robbie. Yeah, it's happened before, Robbie. Keep that one in mind. How would that happen? Well, because, you know, you're driving along and, like, what if, like, some car next to you gets a blowout or you get a blowout, your tire explodes, and you have to swerve, Mm -hmm. and then you just fall right off the edge? Yeah. He's not wrong. I mean, there's no guardrails on bridges. I know that. (laughs) There's no way to stop you. It's just those little little strings. I mean, they're like string wires. Your car could go through those things. Yes, there's strings. There's what, small what bridges are you driving over in Culver Kite, City, Robbie? <laughs> what rickety town do you are you driving through? You know, through? Culver City, they haven't oh, quite uh, come up to, to the standards yet. <laughs> like, but Robbie, like, you know when you go to San Diego, you have, they have that bridge, that big bridge you have to drive over, and uh, and I swear those things are unsafe. They should just not make bridges. Wait a minute, Puddles. you, say, you didn't the say the bridge was unsafe. You said you're going to have a blowout, and then you're just going to go plummeting right off the well, side. Well, yeah. Because, yeah, because the bridges, you know, they, there's no way. Oh. Did Robbie oh, just drive off a bridge? Did he just drive off a bridge? Robbie, no! Robbie we, we lost you. Robbie. Did, Robbie, are you there? I'm still here. Oh, okay, oh, God. oh my God, thank <laughs> God. He survived. That's great news. Oh. Allie's afraid that she's going to forget what's going on on the show. Yeah. Multiple times a day. Counting seconds wrong. Uh, can I tell you about a uh, text from the 310? Please. Please. I always get made fun of, but I scream and run whenever I see a butterfly because I read in a magazine that you can get pink eye if they touch you. Uh, <laughs> sir. Wow. Or ma'am. Wow. You get pink eye if you see a dog taking a poop. We Everyone all know that. That's the only that. way. Everyone knows Don't that. Don't be stupid. And from Laura on Twitter... I won't drive into the car wash. Same stupid fear. Right? But, like you're going to forget how to drive. But not falling down, but hitting left or right. Uh, right. Yeah. Or you just get in there, forget how to drive, and all of a sudden What's you forget how it? to drive? What's that? It's a fear. Forget how to drive. Yes. Out of all my fears, forget how to drive isn't it's one of them. Don't yell low. at Laura and I. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I just find it ridiculous. Okay. All right, let's go to Emily in Huntington Beach. Good morning, Emily. Good morning, party people. Good morning. So you have a fear that will never happen. Um, I'm afraid that when I drive on the 405. Yes, go ahead. Turn your radio down. Or your kids. Oh, or, sorry. Oh, yes, <laughs> but but go ahead. You drive on the 405. Um, over by John Wayne, and I'm definitely terrified that an airplane's just going to fall down on me. Oh, as a plane's going overhead, you're afraid it's just going to yeah. crush your car. That's the same thing in the 405 so, by LAX, where mm-hmm. planes are coming over that freeway. I mean, but we, do, we yeah. can all address the idea that there are planes pretty much throughout the whole sky and yes. that a plane could probably fall on you if you're near john wayne or anywhere except for Thanks, but they're so. driving right over it they're well, gonna fall i either speed up or slow down if it's coming right over yeah that's not a real rush wow okay i mean i feel it emily I get it. Just drive <laughs> faster you. drive faster <laughs> and close your eyes <laughs> so we're a fan of just stepping on it that's what we're saying yeah yeah okay great um let's go to candace in long beach good morning hi happy friday party people hey. happy friday you as well 
Thank you. Um, so I'm a Jewish mama. So yeah. as Jensen knows, we already suffer from horrible bouts of just neurotic, ridiculous paranoia on a regular basis. Absolutely. So I try to keep in check. That how sounds many, like a terrible way to live. It's uh, How many times do you check the door if it's locked, Candace, at night? Oh, oh, well, um, at least a half a dozen times. And go. I have to chirp the alarm on my car about 10, 12 times before I can go to sleep and feel all right and comfortable. With, yeah. you know. yeah. So Candace speaks uh, my so, language, yeah. <laughs> so I am a mother of teenage twin girls, mm. and we have full-size bunk beds in their room. And By so the way, I just want to say, you have, you're you a mother of teenage girls. Um, congratulations. Yeah. Your, your life is blessed. Oh. Oh, thank you. Well, actually, they're very, very good girls. So I'm, I'm very, very lucky. I meant that genuinely because up. I have twin girls. Mm-hmm. It's the best thing oh, in my oh, life. That's right. Yes, you do. How yes. old are yours again? Um, Forty-eight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, they grow up fast. They, uh, they really grow up fast. <laughs> All right. Okay, so, what's your fear? Uh, yeah, so, what's your fear? So, my paranoia is one of these nights, I am going to get woken up in the middle of the night by a very loud crash, and it is going to be because somehow the top bunk. Fell onto the mm. bottom bunk with my child in the bottom. Uh, and then I have to. Yes. J- just in case, do you always make sure your favorite kid is on the top bunk? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, ju- I'm asking the questions you're question. all thinking. It's a good question. Yeah, but really, Actually, is the favorite it's an on the top? Excellent question. And funny enough, every six months they swap top oh, and bottom. It's almost like a lottery. It's like a right. lottery. Yes. Uh, who, yeah, gets, so who gets the bottom bunk? Oh, oh I win! It's hot who gets potato. the top bunk? It's hot oh, potato. No. Yeah, it's hot potato. You got it. <laughs> oh, man. So uh, so then all of a sudden, there I am having to run into their room and just with my super, superhuman strength, sure. lift yeah. that Pick bunk off mm-hmm. before right. anybody gets hurt. And how many times has that um, happened? That has never happened. Never. But right, right. I, that show, A Thousand Ways to um, Die, die. Yeah. on bike back in the day uh-huh. there was an episode where these college kids one guy was banging his girlfriend on the top bunk and they got so crazy that boom it fell and it killed the guy on the bottom so i just want to say this I, I do hope that when your twins start having sex so they're not sleeping in bunk beds anymore <laughs> i certainly hope so and i don't need that image in my head <laughs> All right, listen Jackson. you brought it up all right thank you for the call candace we appreciate it let's go to uh, rob in los angeles good morning rob i think that's bob hey bob <laughs> Hey guys. Hello. Is it Heimer? Uh, Heimer? <laughs> <laughs> What's your fear, Bob? <laughs> this segment? Uh, parking garages. Whenever I drive in one, I always duck my head in the entrance just to make sure I don't hit my head on the concrete cement. In your car? In your car? Do you have a convertible? No, 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 no. Well, it's that's covered. idiotic. Yeah, yeah, but you know, I just don't want to hit my head. Um, and <laughs> no one does. Aside I from, yeah, uh, and I'm also afraid uh, that it's going to collapse on me while I'm in there. So I'm kind of in a race to find a stall so I can get out of there as soon as I can. Do you run out? Um, if no one's looking. Yeah, but he's got to duck. Oh, his, no he's got to duck his head. I mean, even when you're running, I mean, just get down. It's like a helicopter. You got to get low. Yeah, and, like, some of them shake, so, like, sometimes I feel like, oh, it's an earthquake, so I kind of wait a few minutes just to be sure there's no real earthquake, and I'm like, all right, I don't think there's going to be an earthquake. I can go inside. Uh, maybe park on the street, man. Hey, sometimes you can. Sometimes, sometimes you can. No that's true. In LA, you know? Right. And that's when Rob just runs. Yeah. Just full speed runs. It's also Bob. It's also Bob. Bob. Right. My, Whoever, fear, my fear is that you're just going to keep going around. <laughs> oh, I am. There's no question <laughs> about that. Um, let's see. Where do we want to go? There's too many. Uh, Francisco on line two. Okay. Yeah. Hey, just, Fra- to, just to calm Jensen down. Hey, Francisco. Hey, what's up, bitches? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Hey, I liked it. It worked. Yeah. 
uh, well, like Jensen, I had that irrational fear that I would forget my son in the car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And on the third child, that fear came true. When I left my child at home one time, when I was going to go to the market, I drove off with two kids in the car. I looked to the back, and there's an empty car seat. Oh. <laughs> How old was the kid you left at home? Um, I, at the time, he was about three or four. So you, th- I'm sure you, that your next thought was he had a good run. <laughs> right? <laughs> It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. What's mm. happening? Well, this is the what's happening that we talk about our playlist that is on Spotify. It is called That's My Jam. We're going to link it at Kevin and Bean on all of our social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. It's essentially a playlist where every member of the Kevin and Bean Show adds a new song every single week. Something that might have just come out or something that we come across in our own travels and we're like, remember this song? That's my jam. Hence the name that's my jam. That's where it good came. origin yeah, story. Very good. Wow. Thank you so much. Uh, Kevin's origin story: bit by a spider. Now he has powers. <laughs> I don't have any powers. <laughs> what is your choice this you week? You know how band, like a band, can be in a sort of a parallel universe. Like Oasis was huge. No one knew about him in, in America. Yeah, mm-hmm. one of those things. Like Robbie Williams was that way. Yes, yeah. exactly. So this is a band that's been together for seven years that I discovered. Wow. Named Otherkin. Okay. And other kid is a famous word for people who don't identify as human beings. They see themselves as a dragon or whatever. So I was like, okay, that's kind of interesting. I mean, that's this. what drew him in. And then I heard a song called On and On. And I was like, okay, this song is great. This is my pick. Fantastic. Yeah. I'm going to go to their website. I found a new band. This is great. Here's the website. We have some difficult news to share. Oh. <laughs> After seven amazing years together, we've decided to call it a day. <laughs> I literally descri- found a band that I was excited about that yeah. is quitting now. You picked the perfect wow. time to jump in, man. Wow. It, does it then say on the website, so thanks a lot, Kevin. Suck Where it, Kevin. were you seven years ago? <laughs> so Other Kin is the name of the band that used to be, and the song that I picked is On and On. You'll never be the man everyone's talking playing locally anytime soon, do you know? Or R.I.P. Other kids. Trying to find like any new albums or whatever, no, but it doesn't yeah. sound like anything scheduled. He's now, they've now broke up. At first I thought it was Liam Gallagher. Yeah, it, it sounds, sounds sort of very like similar. So I was like, yeah. oh, is this? No. Aww. It's a band that now is dead. Very sad. <laughs> so that's, that's how I roll. Well, Bean has the next pick and he is off today. He will be back on Monday. But he picked a band out of Australia. It's actually just a singer-songwriter. Goes by the name of Tones and I. Released her debut EP in August. But here's what uh, Bean said. Allie, I can't decide if my That's My Jam has the worst voice ever or if it'll grow on me. (laughs) But it's been number one in Australia for nine weeks. Listen, you guys are either going to hate it or love it. That's from Bean. Yeah. so That's every week with Bean. (laughs) Here is his choice. Tones and I with Dance Monkey. You make me. Dance for me, dance for me, dance for me, oh, oh. 
I mean, honestly, do bad day. that is Bjork yeah. on a helium. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like Bjork in like a 1920s club. I kind of dug it. <laughs> Little jazz handsy. Yeah. yeah I didn't it. hate it. All right. Jensen, you're up next. Uh, a great rapper out of Detroit named Danny Brown. He's not new. He put out a record in 2011 I love called XXX. Or is he still X. making money? Uh, uh, music? He's still around. Oh, okay. He's not wow. giving up. Shoot. Yeah. Uh, the new album just came out on October 4th. It's called You Know What I'm Saying. It's really good. It has guest appearances from Run the Jewels and Blood Orange. Q-Tip produces All on right. it. He has a cameo. But uh, there's the one first single that I love and I've been listening to all week is called Dirty Laundry. Okay, wanna hear the story? Left the house in a hurry. I was in hunky gurries. Got some dance from Lori. Left my wallet at home. I want to hear that story. And the car had changed from laundry. Had to watch clothes anyway. Told her I'm sorry. Slow anyway, but buddy was born. Said give me your moment. Jumped on it and bounced. No fabric softener because I was honest. Then she gave me I heard the words November and Gronin. That's what I got. Mm-hmm. Uh, I heard Monin. That's it. Monin. Monin also, and Gronin. Also, a weird voice. Two in a row. Keep the streak alive. All right. Well, speaking of weird voices. All right. All right. But here's the thing. Why didn't you so, guys tell me there was a theme? There wasn't. Here's the thing. I'm scrolling through Instagram stories. You know when you're scrolling and then sometimes you're not even looking at them. You're sure. just kind of going all over the place. My friend Vanessa posted a video of this band called the Teskey Brothers and I'm listening to it and I'm like did she see Otis Redding performing? Is this Wilson Pickett? What is happening? And then I look at the screen and I'm like these are all white dudes. Mm. Where is this voice (laughs) coming coming from? from? I then go down a rabbit hole of the Teskey Brothers. They're a blues rock band also out of Australia. They have two studio albums out. Um there is some absolute jams on this last one. But I picked my favorite song on the album. It's slower than most songs that I would ever play on That's My Jam. But I wanted you to get a feel for this lead singer's voice and his range and how soulful it is. Because keep in mind when you listen to this, these are hot white dudes from Australia. <laughs> Here's the Teskey Brothers with Rain. You could. I would never be able to predict that that music is from a decade I was alive in. Amen. Yeah, Pesky Brothers still making music. Uh, They certainly are. (laughs) What's that like? Yeah, (laughs) they certainly are. Their new album just came out, I believe, in August. It's called Run Home Show, and that song "Rain" is off of it. They rule so hard, you guys. 
As do all the songs we picked. I mean, three of those bands are still performing, um, <laughs> but no big deal. Again, it is called That's My Jam. We will link you to our playlist at Kevin and Bean on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. Go get it. There are a bunch of birthdays, but who cares? I want to talk to Ray Romano and Jimmy Eat World, and that's what's happening. The Kevin and Bean Show. The world famous K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Ray Romano, welcome to the Kevin and Bean Show. How are you, sir? Hey, man. Where's, how come no one's mocking my voice? I guess Bean's not in. I mean, you know, so, I mean, several still of time, us do. Ray. Yeah, we just started. Would you like someone to? No, but I, okay. um, every time I call in, there's usually some jab from Bean as he introduces me. Oh, yeah, it's always a backhanded, card, yeah. backhanded compliment is how yeah, he works. But I know he does it. He does it with love. How are you guys? We are good. <laughs> Thank you. How are you? I'm good. I'm uh, I'm in my underwear in my closet, and nope. today oh. mm. today's my uh, 32nd anniversary wedding oh. anniversary. Right now, today. Well, happy anniversary, yeah, happy anniversary. Ray. Uh, let me just ask you a, a qualifying question: Are you right now terrified because you need to find something for your 32nd anniversary? No, because I have a great assistant. Ah. Who, um, mm-hmm. You know, my wife always gets on my case that you didn't pick out this card. And I go, yes, I did, because my assistant brought me five cards, and I picked one out of them. Um, so I did pick out the card, but um, uh, she's listening. My wife might be listening right now, oh. but I have something for her. Good. And plus, I, you know, she, she gets money a lot. She gets a lot of money. <laughs> I mean, there's that. Uh, would your wife listening be concerned that you started this by saying, I'm in the closet in my underwear? <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, no, that's just, normal? Okay, okay no. cool. That's like 20 hours a day for Ray. Okay. I didn't yeah. know. Ray. I leave them in my underwear. Is there, a certain, <laughs> is there a certain gift you have to get someone on a 32nd like wedding anniversary? Because I, I, I'm about to hit my first year wedding oh. anniversary in like a week or two, and it's paper. I'm supposed uh, to get her something that involves paper. Yeah, that's I don't know what that's, the number is. That's I a card. Around, but we had to go to Sicily. We went to Sicily this year. Um, you know, after a while, I don't like to travel, but after 32 years, you can't say no as much, you know? Right. Um, sure. Uh, here, here, here's here's an example of what 32 years being married is. We were in Sicily. We were with a lot, a lot of people. Um, there was 13 of us, wow. right? Well, my family, her family, and we rented a boat. You know, our own little thing, whatever, 30 footer. And, and the guy took us, you know, around the island. And on the way back, everybody's tired, and it's two decks, and we're on the top deck. My wife and I sitting there in the sun, the sun's still out, it's going down, and everybody's on the bottom deck, and they're kind of asleep, or whatever, laid out, <laughs> and I look at my wife, and I go, um, you know, we could have sex right here on the top deck, and, and <laughs> Kevin's setting the mood. What are you doing? Yeah, okay. just setting the mood. Just helping you with some yeah. music. Yeah. No, but that's what I, here, here's, here's how it went. Okay. I went, uh, we could have sex on this top deck, and nobody below would know. I go, that would be exciting. And uh, she goes, for who? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I 
mean, for one of you. Yeah, exactly. That's amazing. That's awesome. We're going to get to your charity in one second because it's a very important charity, and I know it is. It's very important to you. Um, TV show that Ray is on is Get Shorty. It airs Sunday at 10 on Epics. Mm -hmm. I don't care as much about that one as a new one coming out on HBO called Made for Love. Yeah, Yeah. I I couldn't wait. It's based on a book, but I need Ray to explain to people what it is because I was reading the synopsis and I was like, this is bonkers. Oh, wow. Well, uh, really quick, it's... um, I I play... My daughter is, is... She's the lead on the show. Uh, Kristen Moliati, and and she's married to this high-tech billionaire, and she's trying to escape from his factory pod, which is in the desert, and he's invented this chip that couples can put in their head so they can see and hear everything the other couple's doing. You know, it's, it's supposed to be a positive thing. Ooh. And he's planted one in her head without her knowing, and she's trying to escape from him, and she comes, uh, so he sees and hears everything she does, and she comes to find me. I'm I'm her father i haven't seen her in 10 years i live in the desert and she walks in on me um and i'm having sex with a woman on the floor and she stops goes out and then she comes back and she and she knocks again and so i get up and she realizes it's not a woman it's a so lifelike sex doll. I'm having a relationship. Yeah. So it's so it's this pretty is, much the same storyline as Everybody Loves Raymond. Yes. Very similar. <laughs> Very similar. I'm having a relationship with a. With, and that, now my question is: Can you disappoint a doll? That's what I want to know. Is I think is that, isn't the face pretty much the same? And it's well, it's always happy. The what? The isn't face. It, it's always the face. Ha- He's saying, isn't it always happy? It's, it's always smiling. happy. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess so. Um, but tell me about uh, filming cool. that. It's, tell me you know, about like filming this, that. It's a pretty cool. We didn't start filming it. Oh, but, okay. Um, you have to do it. All right. Yeah, yeah. It's Are you practicing? Up. Kevin would like to go to that. I'd like to be there on that day. <laughs> well, you know, at the do end it, of a, Ray, when you rap, you always get to take something home from the set. So I think I. <laughs> All right. I put my request in. Oh, All right. I think we figured out your anniversary, Dick. <laughs> oh, cool. All right, listen, I want to say uh, that David Spade told a very funny story about him and you at a charity event. And he said charity events are very difficult to do comedy at because no one's really paying attention. And David Spade bombed. And as he walked off stage, he said, good luck, Ray. It's a tough room. And then you went out and killed <laughs> well, I don't know if I killed, but That's I remember what he that. Said. That was the Andre Agassi charity in, in Vegas, yeah. Uh, but it's that was a tough time. crowd. But that's comedy, man. You know, you go up, uh, the energy's different. And, and, and it's happened to me many times. It's happened to me where I've bombed and the next guy's done well, and then you go home and you you figure out what the hell you're doing with your life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tell us about the charity. Well, this is the Peter Boyle uh, Research Fund Foundation. You know, he Peter passed away from myeloma. Uh, shoot, it's like 13 years ago. Then this is the uh, every year we've been doing this, so it's a stand-up show at the to raise money for this. Uh, um, the Beverly Hilton this year. Oh, mm. change. and we got a good good lineup: Adam Carolla, Dimitri Martin, who is not my son, by the way, <laughs> um, Kevin Nealon, Patton Oswalt, Carolyn Ray, Amanda Seals. Wow! Thursday night, October 17th. So that's a week from yesterday. Next, this coming Thursday, right? A week from yesterday. Plenty of tickets still. Yeah. The um, tickets are a, li- a little expensive because it's a charity and you're trying to raise money. Yeah, so, yeah. But, but you can get $150 off the ticket by using the code LAUGHTER. There you so go. you can literally take money out of Ray's charity's hands, which I think is cool. <laughs> I don't think that's the way you want to sell it. Well, so every much. time you use yes. the code, the disease gets stronger. 
I don't think that's what you want to say, no. And I'll have five more minutes on sex dolls. So. Excellent. If you promise that, I'm coming yeah. to, to the show. What's, oh, what's that? Oh, yeah. Just let it go, Ray. Let Keep it, yeah. it moving. Okay. Um, but, yeah, it's cool, man. I mean, uh, it's it's a fun time and uh, for a good cause. And they're getting close, man. They're getting close with this research. I I mean, pretty soon we won't have to do this charity. So I always wonder that because it's all. It seems like it's just a constant thing to raise money for this cancer and that cancer. And you really, you really wonder, like, are they making progress? Well, you know, all the all the big the guys there, the research guys are there, and 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 these guys are great, and they are. They really are. They're making. Probably, look, look. Do, will they ever cure it totally? I don't know. But people are living with it more and longer. So. Um, they're doing good stuff, man. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, so, they never get too much money at a research yeah, center. I'm fine true. giving them as much as they can get. Yeah. So one year marriage coming up, huh? Yeah, yeah, in like like a week or two. Yeah. And no kids yet for we, you? No, huh? we have a kid at three months old, man. Three months. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. So you're you're exhausted. Yes. Right? I, basically, my life is ruined. Yes. You know, I've been married. You know, I figured it out. I've been married. This is a little sad, but three and a half dogs. That's how long we've been married. Oh, my God. I would I suggest sad, uh, that is long. I would say don't share that fact. By the way, I didn't make up the lifespan. That's a horrible thing. I know. I'm just saying it's not a romantic thing to say, perhaps, on yeah, this it's day. It's important, though. It's a lot. But where's the half dog? How about we're more flavors than Baskin Robbins? I like it. That? Much better, yeah. I like it. At least that's all positive. So I love yeah. that. You don't have dogs dying in that particular example. Yeah. All yeah. right. So it is the International Myeloma Foundation's 13th annual comedy celebration. It is next th- this coming Thursday uh, yes. at the Beverly Hilton. And to get tickets, you go to comedy.myeloma.org. And myeloma is spelled M-Y-E-L-O-M-A. That's right. Comedy.myeloma.org. And you can buy tickets for this uh, fantastic comedy and show. And use the code. Yeah, get money off. Use laughter. Check out. And check it out. Appreciate it, guys. I appreciate it. Say hi to Bean. Bean's almost done, right? He almost is. Done. Oh, he's done. I mean, he's like <laughs> he's got the worst senioritis of anyone Physically, I've ever seen. He's with us. Yes. Yeah. But he's already checked out mentally. So what is senioritis? What do you mean? He's just. I mean, anything? once you know that you're a senior, you don't care about high school yeah, anymore. Class. Don't care about grades. Right. You don't care about anything in high school anymore because oh, you're moving you. on. Yeah. Oh, oh, Ray just went old. He's like, what? He's forgetting stuff. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I put on my anniversary card to my wife. I said, every year with every day with you is like the first. I go, but that's. Because I might have Alzheimer's. Wow. <laughs> Such a romantic You are a romantic Three master. and a half dogs, baby. <laughs> Three and a half dogs. <laughs> Ray, thank you. We appreciate the time. We're always right, uh, happy thanks, to have guys. you. Thanks, thanks Ray. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you, man. Bye. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. That is brand new music called Love Never from Jimmy Eat World. Oh, right. Whatever happened right. to those guys? No Remember? idea. Right? They sort of just disappeared. Oh, hey, guys. Oh, hi. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> You're doing great. Is here. Jimmy Eat World is here. Tell us about that song. The song's called Love Never mm-hmm. on our surprisingly 10th 
album as a band. Wow. Is that surprising? Yeah. Like you never just picture. Oh no, no. I mean, when we started, I think the loftiest goal we had was maybe one day we'll we'll put out a song like on a on a seven inch. Oh, you didn't Maybe. even think first album. You just thought not even no, album, just no. a song. Okay. In yeah, a way, like, what prick thinks like, oh, 10 albums, we'll do <laughs> that. <laughs> 25 years from now, I'm going to be so big. <laughs> I just know I it. I guess we wouldn't like you if you gave that answer. No, that's true. Egotistical. No. In a way, that's kind of helped us be uh, a band this long, as I think we've always set realistic goals for ourselves, you know, like in that kind of... Uh, meet those and that gives us momentum to try something different and new yeah. and you know that keeps things fun and then you know after a while it's been 25 years as a band well along those lines then how do you keep it fresh and how do you when you're coming up with a new song you're like oh wait that sounds like seven albums ago yeah you know i think it's all about um when, when, you, when you start out you're just you just go you know you don't understand it you just feel something you just do it mm -hmm. um but as time goes on, like you kind of discover your own, you, start, you discover a voice, mm -hmm. like a, a, a an identity. And I think um, what's been important for us is like as soon as you discover that forming, you have to immediately challenge it a little bit. What like I mean? think, well, I mean, I think like when you're when you're pushing your self perception a little bit, uh, I think you're on the right track. Like I know, I know when we're on the right track. When I'm laughing at myself a little bit, like I don't know if we can do this, guys. <laughs> like then, then I know. Okay, cool. We're 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 getting somewhere. And you have to push into that mindset pretty much with every song. A little bit, yeah. I think the worst thing that can happen is isn't necessarily coming up with something you don't like. It's coming up with something that you think, okay, that's exactly what we do. That's it, guys. That's exactly us. Like then, what do then you? Then you go. No, I'm not going to do. What that? are you doing then? Yeah, like, right. okay, like why? At this point in our career, it's like why, why do more? <laughs> unless, I mean, Kevin unless, and Mina have been saying that. Yeah, right? 20, why 30 do more? Years? Why do more? No, yeah. I mean, there has to be a reason for it. There has to be something that you're gaining from it. There has to be something rewarding. Something. And what is it on this new record that you think you guys pushed on? It seems more self-reflective, at least to me. A little bit, yeah. I think this is our most rocking album all right oh. so far glad to hear that it, it really feels like uh it's a good representation of us playing as a band mm -hmm. uh it's it's a lot more guitar driven than than i think most of our other albums um there's still like some you know like moody stuff and and textural things is a big part of what we we like to do so mm -hmm. that's there too but um at our core we're a guitar rock band i feel and I think Surviving definitely showcases that. Oh, I just wish there were more of you. We need more rock bands. We're, we're trying, man. We're holding your back. We're I holding do. up our, our end. The new album is uh, Surviving. It comes out next Friday, a week from today, mm -hmm. uh, October 18th. It's their 10th studio album. Is the song that we just heard, Love Never, is that what we can expect with the rest of the album? A lot of it, yeah. Yeah, like I said, there's a couple kind of more moody songs, but most of it's 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 just full on. Just what, like what that. Is that? <laughs> okay. Is All right. Sound, sound, sound effects. Yeah. Yeah. Like what are what are your thoughts? The sound. Is it more of a? <laughs> Do you have any howitzer sound effects you can run? <laughs> there was a Just whistle. A whistle. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, you guys are going to be playing live for us in a second. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we're going to take a quick break. Jimmy World is here. Reset on the Kevin and Bean Show. We're going to reset. You're going to bring in your equipment and you're going to play a song. Yes, what are you playing? Excited, I got made fun of because I said I'm excited for live music. Uh, I'm just saying that right do now. Do we know what they're playing? Do we know what you guys are playing? We're going to surprise you guys. Okay. All right. All Fantastic. Right. Live, music, gonna... live music from Jimmy <laughs> World coming up next on the World Famous K-Rock. 
It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Jimmy Eat World is here with guitars and ready to play. What are you guys going to play for us? We're going to play a song called The Middle for you. All right. We know that song. Love it. Yep, yep, yep. Jimmy Eat World. It just takes some time. That only sounded great. Hold on. That sounded great. Thanks. All right, we're going to do it for real in about two minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we're warmed up, man. You're ready to go? (laughs) Uh, You guys heard Jimmy Kimmel last night. How was that? Good? It was awesome. Fun, yeah? Yeah, it was really cool. And you're going on the road in November and you're touring? Yeah, we're starting November 2nd in Fort Collins and, you know, if if you want to come see this in a loud fashion, check our website for dates. There and you guys go. are who are you going on tour with for that? Because I'm nervous. Because last time I feel like there was tweets and there was drama regarding other bands you were on tour with slightly. So I'm con- I'm making sure this time it's cool people. Uh, yeah, it's a band called Pronoun. Okay, right in the road with. Yeah. No third eye blind. That's fine. not this time. No. All right. Good. <laughs> I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to Did save that. it. I'm trying to make it easy for you guys. <laughs> I'm guessing. Oh, you know, we appreciate. That. Okay. Good. <laughs> He's very concerned. That's I'm all this is about. No, it's okay, man. All right. All right uh, Jimmy Eat World new album next Friday, October 18th. It's called Surviving. The new song is called Love Never. And you guys are always welcome at K Rock. We always appreciate when you hey, come thanks in. Thanks a lot, man. I appreciate it. it. Thank you. We really appreciate Jimmy it. Jimmy Eat World. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock. It's Friday and it's time for Keep It 100. I gotta keep it 100. Keep it 100, baby. Keep it 100. I keep it 100. Keeping it 100. Keep it 100. Keep it 100. I'm gonna keep it 100. Keep it 100. Keep it 100. Um. Yeah. Let's let's be real here. No, we need we need to face this head on. First, let's discuss what was number 99, Kevin. Before you get so mad. You could have heard. The Taste of Ink by The Used. That's from Rudy and Lakewood. Fine. Would have been a fine pick. Would fine. have been a great pick. Mm-hmm. Or Color 101, The Dope Show. Oh, Marilyn oh, Manson. Which, which honestly I yeah. wanted to hear. But, Let's but say we, that guy was 100. We have to stick to the rules. Yeah, That's absolutely. the thing. Maybe we don't have, we made the rules. Which is why this song coming up that he's going to talk about in a minute from Michael. I mean, let's talk to Michael in just a minute. Hey, Michael. Hello. Michael. I don't like yes. you. I'm How not a, are you doing? I'm not a what fan are, of what you. are your big plans this weekend? Uh, I'm heading up north for a wedding this weekend. Oh, oh. that's nice. Are you single, Michael? Uh, no, no, I'm not. Oh. He doesn't okay. need a date? Sorry. No, no, I was going <laughs> to say, oh, okay. a lot of people get lucky at weddings. So I was saying, it's going to be a good weekend. <laughs> but if you're happily taken, you probably shouldn't be. You'll still get lucky. Still yeah. get lucky. Yeah. yeah. Uh, why did you pick today's song? Uh, I've been texting this song for over a year because I just I, I love this song. I, it just brings up old memories of, of K Rock and, and great music, and it's a great uh, weekend uh, pump up song. Oh, so I absolutely agree. Even before you heard that Kevin hates any song that involves numbers and counting, you were still putting the song in. <laughs> See, that's what Dave said, but this isn't the song with counting, so Kevin gets off on this one. It's okay. Kevin, you're going to get off on this uh, one. Wow, wait, I didn't I mean, realize it was going to be that good. I don't know what's happening. Fantastic. Uh, well, why don't you introduce it? 
right. Uh, I requested Add It Up by the Violent Femme. All right, I'm so happy that was the song. I, look, I panicked. You right. thought it was Kiss Off. Yes. Yeah. But still, there was a number in that, but it seemed more math There's no based. counting. Yeah. yeah. The counting is the stuff I yeah. hate. Yeah. Seemed more math And as soon as he said Femmes, I was like, oh, no, no. I love the band, but mm-hmm. I like songs with counting in them. They drive me crazy. At least the edit was good. <laughs> <laughs> Man. What'd they do? Scratch another record on top of it? <laughs> All right, Allie. Yeah. As we do. Mm-hmm. Tell us when that song... Out. That is the Violent Femmes mm-hmm. added up, which was the we- early 80s. Okay. So it could be anywhere from 82 to 84. Okay, your answer is? 1982. Four, three. 80. Your answer is? 1982. Three. Mm. 82. 1983. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's fine. It's cool. Close uh, enough? No? I don't want to add it up. All right. We'll, we'll do add it. We'll do keep it 100 one more time. Keep Next it week. 100. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. It's a shame there's no uh, way to recap things that happened during the week. Yeah, people miss a ton of stuff. Right. It is weird that we do so many things and then no one knows what happens at the end. I know I barely listen. <laughs> We've come to another close of the week, my friends. So let me break it down for you as it officially ends. First, the Dodgers lost it when push came to shove. We could only blame one person for that. Mama Mugs. Omar saw a man get right off in a can, walk straight by a sink and touch him with his bare hands. Alfonso Ribeiro and Boreana stopped by, and Molly ate so much pumpkin pie she could die. And we heard a song played by Jimmy Eat World. Chris Jericho knows a lot about the Golden Girls. Andrea said hi. Ray Romano called in. People live in houses with a bunch of murder kids. And Bean announces last day is in one month. And he doesn't want a party, which left us all stunned. But there's nothing he can do if we kidnap his ass. If you miss that download the podcast. There it is. Wow. <laughs> it's a lot of stuff. Uh, lot you of can get stuff. the podcast at uh, krock.com mm-hmm. and listen to any any day this week. There is always a lot going on. There really was. Um, Monday morning, by the way, speaking mm-hmm. of a lot going on, we're going to make an announcement at 7.20, 7.15. What are we saying? 7.15. Let's say 7.00. 7 o'clock hour. Because we know it's not going to be 7.15. No. So yeah. We're going to say 7.15. People get mad. It's in the 7 o'clock hour. Yeah, it's good enough. For Kevin and Bean's last breakfast. Whoa. <gasps> Whoa. With. Who is it? We're going to tell you on Monday. What does it sound like? And Schmal Schmitty. Oh my God, the final <laughs> ones with Al City. I'm so excited. <laughs> Sounds like Smarvy Manger. Smarvy Manger would be good. Schmappa Moach. Oh, uh, good. Okay, here's the thing it's the final breakfast with Kevin and Bean. You yes. know it's not going to be just like a normal band. This Correct. is going to be a blowout. This is going to be someone you're excited to see like tune in. Sh- like it rhymes with Schmied. <laughs> Yurdy did a breakfast with Creed, Kevin, so no, that's not bad. that funny of a oh, joke man. when you Too remember. Real. And you did it for one person, correct? Yeah. The breakfast with Creed, and it was and for Steve. one listener. And Steve. Oh. I mean, I think we were a little worse. <laughs> you guys are rotten. <laughs> to be honest. Time for one more What's Happening. Here's Allie. Oh, 
you guys. Um, have either of you ever gone to Oktoberfest in Germany? No. Not in Germany. But no. I would love to. Wait, you went to like Knott's Berry Farm? Uh, <laughs> no, there was. It was went even. Went to one in Reseda. <laughs> oh, you guys would laugh. Okay. We were the uh, parade. The Grand Marshals? Yes, uh-huh. yeah. the Grand Marshals of a parade in a city I don't even remember the name of. And the route was about a half a mile. <laughs> so we just drove around in a circle. Oh. And there were like, you know, 10 people here and 12 there. Just scattered. Yes. Yeah. And then we'd drive past them again, the same people, <gasps> like no one else, and we'd wave. Would they cheer every time? No. Like it was a new group? No. Oh, it was just like, wow. They didn't even cheer the first time. Yeah. This is sad. They were like, yeah. Mark and Brian, Mark <laughs> and Brian. <laughs> Wait, I don't understand. Did you guys used to say yes to most of those things? Um, er- earlier Early. in our career, yeah. yeah. You got to get out there. Sure. Yeah. But that may have been a mistake in <laughs> retrospect. But I would love to go to Germany, yes. Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, it ended, uh, it's September 21st through October 6th this year. Um, but this year saw a a lot of folks trying to take those beer steins as souvenirs. The German festival reports that it had more than 6 million people visiting over that 16-day event. Wow. How many beer steins do you think were um, were nearly stolen? Because they what does catch, that mean nearly? Oh, they, they catch the, the people in as they're trying to leave with them, essentially. And Out of like, 6 million yeah. people? Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine... More than 10,000 steins being almost That's a hell of a lot. It is. 10,000? Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot. I'm going to say 5,000. Okay. (laughs) 96,912. Buy your own glasses. Which is a decrease from last year. Which was 101,000 people attempted to steal those mugs. Okay. And how many of it is stealing or you're just wasted? You've got the mug in your hand and you're just trying to leave that You think it's your cane or whatever. Yeah. I would guess guess stealing, though. I would. Yeah, because you're in Germany. You're in October. Of course. I have a big question. It reminds you of your trip. Yes. Is it the boot? Do you know what I'm talking about? The boot glass? Like the the stand that looks like a boot? No. No. Yeah. Das Boot. Thank you. No, uh, it's no, usually it's just a, it's just a beer sign. Because I would steal the boot. Okay. Okay, well, that's a different topic. Yeah. But I've always wanted one of those, and they have them at Oktoberfest. Oh, I have those numbers. Oh, uh, oh. Nobody tried to steal the boot because it's bull S. No, the boot is great. <laughs> her report her report says bull S. Yeah, oh, it does. Okay. So it we does. have to go with that. All right. Guys. Uh, Jensen, mm-hmm. you and, and Danielle had a little chat before you guys had Adler about how you're going to do the whole social media thing with yes. him. Yes, yeah. And you guys decided, at least for now, yes. we no, don't want our kids' face no out face. there. No face, yeah. Okay. Just on social media, yeah. Just yeah. stay away from the trolls. Well, parents obviously worrying what their kids are doing on social media, but kids are equally worried what their parents are posting. Mm-hmm. A survey recently found that 42% of teens said that they had a problem with what their parents posted about them on social media. And a lot of them say it's a big problem. Yeah, Nearly half of the teen survey said that they've talked to their parents. They've reached out and said, please stop that. Don't put me on your social media. They talk to people in 25 different countries. This isn't just Americans that are like, look at my kid and everything he's eating. (laughs) These, These are people all over the world. You're sharing too much about reporting me, bro. Right. About your kids. You're revealing too much. Mm -hmm. And now they're saying, obviously, you need to be very discreet when you show, you know, not only your kids' full names, their ages, birth dates, anything like that, because those could be passwords, that type of thing. Yeah. 
Um, but wh- what are you doing posting your kids constantly? Stop it. It's well, creepy as app. Here's the thing. I think we're in the minority. I think that a lot of people actually love doing that. And there are times, I'm sure, when he's growing up, he's going to wear something funny or do something mm-hmm. funny. We're going to want to post it. But like, then he's going to become 12 or 13 yeah. and look online and there's going to be a and footprint you, yeah. of his entire life. Yeah. And yeah. he's going to have no choice over it. And that was um, the major reason why we were like, just keep him off social media. Yeah. I have a... a- private family account that very few people follow and still I have to get my daughters okay like that's the rule yeah Yeah. I'm not gonna post anything unless you're okay with it yeah you know who also has a private account Colleen Rooney and look what happened to her (laughs) I mean refer back to a couple days of what's happened get the podcast like three days ago it's real good you miss a lot (laughs) you miss a lot but yeah you gotta you gotta think about what you're posting about your kids plus there are some creeps out there. Yeah, Let's there be honest. That that should be number one. Stop pointing wanna, at Kevin. You don't want to post anything that you just don't. Is all I'm saying. Yeah. I have a friend that posts every aspect of her kids' lives. Like, sitting in the car, waiting to go to soccer. Sitting in the car. My girl has a recital. That's going like, to be great till she's 13. Yeah. Then and also, like, what you, what, what, all hell will break loose. Why does she think people care? She's also the same type that will do the um, the quotes, the inspirational, like inspirational quotes. quotes? Yeah. What are you doing? Who are your friends? Yeah, I've known her since high school, but my well, God, stop it's being almost... friends with her. I muted her stories. Okay, okay. I had to for my own sanity. Well, if you don't want motivation and inspiration. She gets that from her yeah. water bottle. I do. Yeah. Thank you so much for commenting she has on that. motivational <laughs> sayings on her water bottle. Thank yeah. you. Well, it's a big, it's a gallon water jug, and it just says... 7 a.m., good morning. 9 a.m., you got it. 11 a.m., remember your goal. Because when you're trying to drink a lot of water, mm-hmm. you're like, this sucks. But then when you're like, but oh, then you look at it, it says, you go, keep drinking. I'm like, all right. I also put champagne in here. <laughs> that it, I mean, it just said, keep drinking. Okay. And then the next one, no excuses. All right. All right. So we'll keep drinking. How am I going to say no to my water jug? Oh, that seems too big. Okay. All right. Uh, This is uh, no good. When you're a band, alive or dead, and a political party is using your songs, and you don't agree with that political party. This happens a lot. I mean, it happens every every cycle. It really does. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Prince's estate has called out Donald Trump for playing Purple Rain again at a Minneapolis campaign rally. The late singer's estate issued a statement last night requesting that the Trump campaign stop playing it. At every campaign rally, the statement read, President Trump played Princess Purple Rain tonight at a campaign event in Minneapolis, despite confirming a year ago that the campaign would not use Prince's music. Yeah. The Prince estate will never give permission to President Trump to use Prince's songs. But after that, like, how much can you do? After you're like, cease and desist, don't do it. Not much. I mean, yeah. I don't know that. If it's already behind them, I don't know can if if they could sue or not. But it does seem know. like every time they send that cease and desist, it wor- it it works. Does it? Yeah. Well, it hasn't well, this time. It hasn't this, this time, time. I know. But yeah. I'm saying like in the past when people have been like, please don't do that. They don't do it anymore. And but I do always wonder, can they sue or can they whatever? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, you guys. Hey, here's a movie I'm not going to see. A movie about Kim Kardashian being robbed in Paris during Fashion Week in 2016. What? Yeah. uh, A film is being made. A movie? Yeah, it's going to. I feel like we don't know a lot about that. I don't know all the, like what happened. Like, I just know that she got robbed for a bunch of jewelry and that's the end of it. But she wasn't in the room, if I recall correctly. Right? Oh, I thought she was. Oh, I don't know. Oh, maybe we do need See, a movie. See, we need, we need movie. a movie. Oh, okay. I don't. I new. don't. I don't care. I didn't care then. I don't care now.
But you guys can see it. Tell me how it is. Okay. I hope it's two hours and then who, Jensen just loses it. Who plays Kim Kardashian in it? Probably Kim Kardashian. Yeah, most likely. Yeah. Wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. You guys, I uh, I just want to bring this up because it's Friday. Mm, Friday. Work, it's Friday. It's a, it's a hard time, you guys, at your job. This study says four in ten adults say are... <laughs> They're at close to a breaking point at work. New research polling 2,000 professionals found the average working adult feels stressed for almost a third of their entire work day. Five hours of sleep will be lost every week because you're stressed out about your job. You're smart than I like. Let alone the people worrying that they're going to drive off a bridge. Yeah, yeah. that's a whole other anxiety. (laughs) Or like right into a car wash or whatever. This morning, in um, on average. Employees complain about their boss for 31 minutes, and they complain about their job in general for two hours and 45 minutes. Oh, a week. I feel like a week or a day. A week. A, a week. Okay. Yeah. A day's a problem. Okay. Yeah. But even, <laughs> almost, even a week's a almost three hours, you're complaining about your job. Maybe you get a new get job. A new gig. Yeah. Yeah. Just I guess saying. everyone hates their job. Like mine. Like. I mean, you... two and a half hours. I do a week, mm-hmm. but two forty-five—that seems like a lot. You'd have to stretch a little. Yeah, just saying. Four and ten are close to a breaking point at work. <laughs> <laughs> Life is fun, you guys. That's what I'm saying, basically. Right. That's the point. Yeah. Of that story. Yeah. Yeah. Is it? What are you guys gonna do this weekend? Anything fun? I'm resting. I have to catch up on my rest. You know, you can't actually do that. No, I have to. You know, it's not possible. I have to figure out a way. Even with a three-month-old, you know what killed me? Yeah. Not the three-month-old, because Danielle really jumps on the bomb. My thing is, I stayed up for that dumb Dodger game. Okay. That's what killed me. And it ruined you. It completely ruined me. I mean, it would have also helped had they, um, you know. One. One. Oh, yeah. It would have helped. It was crazy depressing. Allie, are you doing something? Um, I was thinking um, about seeing Dolomite is my name. I was supposed to go Monday. Didn't work out. Whole Mm. other story. But I now have three friends that have seen Dolomite is my name at the theater. Mm -hmm. Every single one has said before it's released on Netflix, see it in a theater because it's one of those movies where there's uproarious laughter. And you know how that's contagious in a theater setting. I love going first weekend because of that. Yeah. I like the positive energy. One of my friends said he has never heard people laugh at a movie like this movie in like a decade. It's like it is just a change. And another friend said... Of course, this is the Dolomite is my name. You've got um, basically everyone in this movie. You've got Eddie Murphy, Craig Robinson, Mike Epps, Keegan, Michael Key. But Snoop Dogg, too. My friend said the one that steals the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, Eddie Murphy. He's yeah, like, no. I don't think so. Wesley Snipes steals it. I love Wesley Snipes. Oh, I got to see this movie. Hmm. Yeah. Well, you have this weekend. I have this weekend. And it's playing at certain theaters before it comes out. On Netflix. Nobody else, but I'm just going to jump right in. I'm going to say that... No, I'm no in, one cares, man. I'm interviewing Tyler Toffoli. Oh. Oh. And... Yeah. King's Home Opener is tomorrow. Yeah. That's exciting. And it's an afternoon game. Thank you, everybody. Uh-huh. Thank you. 3 p.m. 3 p.m. No, no, no. Yeah. I got... What is time? 3. 3 p.m. 3. 4. 3. What time? I don't know for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now it's 3 p.m. Very excited. I can't. Tyler Toffoli, right? Yep. Yep. Very yep. cool. Excellent. I love it. Thanks for asking you guys. I know uh, where he is. It's really no um, one asked. Some birthdays for no you. Good. Cardi B, no Rikishi, Matt Bomber, 
Emily Deschanel, Jane Krakowski, and Joan Kuzak, and that's what's happening. Thank you, Ellie, and your drive home today. Listen to Stryker and Klein's commercial free-for-all, a random act of helpfulness with the SoCal Helpful Honda dealers. We will see you Monday morning with Kevin and Bean's last breakfast announcement. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. Bonk, bonk. <laughs> Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. Under no circumstance. That was a rush. I wetted my pants a little bit, but it was worth it. And why are all of you still here? Hmm? Why are you here? You're all incompetent. I keep telling you that, and you keep coming back. Well, don't. Get out! Now? Now. Get out! Go! Go! Get out! I stand behind my decision. This press conference is over. I can't see you now. I can't hear you now. You're not here now. La, 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 la. Bong, bong. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.